Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Edwin Dorsey. One of the stories that you wrote which I'm not sure if it was a part of the bear cave or if this was pre-bear cave, was an investigation that you did of care.com. What was care.com and what was the story? So Andrea, this is sophomore year of college. I think I'm 19. This is two, two and a half years before I start the bear cave. And care.com was a publicly traded babysitting platform where parents could go to find babysitters and babysitters could go to find work. And at this point, I'm interested in companies that my friends know I'm researching corporate misconduct. And I had a friend who was a babysitter on the platform and she's like, it's sketchy. You should look into them. I know you like looking at companies. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll check them out. And I looked up lawsuits against them. And right away, there was like a bunch of lawsuits of parents alleging like the platform wasn't doing the background checks they claimed to be doing. And then I saw like a bunch of local news reporting saying, hey, like this felon was able to sign up on the platform and pass their background check, even though like a parent would pay for background check. I'm care.com person. I'm like, I wonder if they're like even doing their background checks they claim to be doing. They're charging parents for background checks. This is a big part of the site. You got to, if you're running a babysitting platform, you got to verify people are who they say they are. So I decided, hey, I'm going to test out the background check process for care.com by trying to sign up as Harvey Weinstein. So I use a photo of Harvey Weinstein. I use his name. I use the email address, Harvey, the babysitter, gmail.com, make up a social security number address. I just basically was like, there's no way they approve Harvey Weinstein to be a babysitter. Where was this in the Me Too movement? This is right when he's at the peak of like being criticized, right? Because I'm a student. I'm like, who can I use? So I use I use three people. I use Daffy Duck, Donald Trump, and Harvey Weinstein. But Harvey Weinstein was the funny one. And three, so I submit the application. And three days later, they say we're going to get back to you in 72 hours whether or not you're approved after we run the background check. And I'm like, there's no way they approve me. Three days later, it's like, hello, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. And I'm like, literally, as a babysitter, as Harvey Weinstein on care.com. And there's like verifying my profile. They said I'm CPR certified. I'm like, they're not doing any of this, like, you know, vetting they claim to be doing. So of course I'm screenshotting all of it. 
And what do I do? I write a little article. I tweet it out. It goes. And where did you put it? Where did you publish the article? So the first I wrote two in total. The first one was on Scribd, like this file sharing platform. And then the second one was on Medium, this blog platform. And, you know, and it, it, it like the stock fell. A board member resigned the next day. It became a thing. I'm getting Twitter followers. Like, you know, now hedge funds are starting to know. It's like, who's this guy doing this interesting work, this sophomore? And uh, the company got pissed. So obviously, so they called my college to try to get me in trouble saying I was like breaking their Wi-Fi policy and stuff. And it, it got, you know, so then, you know, a Stanford dean meets with me one on one and it's like, you need to take your article down because you're violating the Wi-Fi policy. And I'm like, no. And it becomes this big thing. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm going to dig in now. I'm pissed. So then I filed FOIA requests, Freedom of Information Act requests with every state attorney general in the U.S. for consumer complaints on this company. I'm like, I wonder what other consumers are complaining about you. And I start getting hundreds and hundreds of pages of them for their background checks for overbilling. They make it impossible to cancel. I'm like, this is crazy. So I write the second article on last day of classes in college just so they can't get me in trouble again. Because Your sophomore year. Sophomore year, sophomore year, last day of classes, literally the day I'm flying home, I decide to publish this article. So I know my college can't get me like upset at me. And and then that gets viral. And then I pulled emails, something like 100, 150 journalists being like, you need to look into this. This is absolutely crazy. And long story short, Greg Zuckerman at the Wall Street Journal, uh, you know, was the one guy who'd meet with me. I go to meet with him again. I think he's expecting someone older. And I'm just this kid with like, we're meeting in a coffee shop in this huge binder of documents yelling about things. I probably look crazy. And he's like, okay, I'm going to look into it. And then he and his, the Wall Street Journal did an awesome investigation for like nine months. And front page story, kind of two years after I started looking at them, or a year and a half after I started looking at them, Care.com babysitters who had criminal histories killed eight kids. It became this huge issue. The CEO, CFO, general counsel resigned. I got a small shout out in the Wall Street Journal. And that's kind of what legitimized me. So this is now my like junior year in college. I'm getting a lot of Twitter followers. People are like, this guy who just out of nowhere was screaming about care.com kind of caused this huge commotion. Maybe he has some credibility. Maybe we should listen to him. And that kind of was ultimately what like gave me the momentum and like credibility to start the newsletter a year later. So it's kind of like Steve Jobs says, you can never connect the dots going forward. But looking back, it's like, okay, this thing actually led to a huge, huge part of my life. But I had no idea that signing up as Harvey Weinstein to be a babysitter on this platform would have actually led to like my entire like career up to this day. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.